you know, um, I was outside. I went to go take my trash out right before I started recording. I hope that my neighbors upstairs are blasting Big Old Freak for the 10th time. Um, I swear they ran it back like 10 times. They don't even let the song completely finish before they run it back. I think they're having some type of uh, Super Bowl soiree up there. Everybody kind of up there. They don't have, they don't have, they have, they, they care zero amounts of, uh, they care, they, they have zero, uh, I guess they don't care about the COVID restrictions or nothing up there, man. They be inviting people and they be coming over and they be having little shindigs, little parties, little kickbacks, all types of stuff up there. Um, and, you know, they haven't reported that anybody has gotten COVID. At least I haven't seen any. So and we would have gotten an email from, you know, from my um, from my. Uh, you know, from my apartment complex, just saying, yo, like it's been an outbreak. You know what I mean? Like, tighten up. But we I haven't gotten none of those emails. So I just be letting them rock. I don't care, though. I really don't care that they be up there doing their thing. I don't. But anyway, I left out earlier to take my trash out. And somebody was sitting outside. And the Durango just blasting, um, blasting, um, Hey Young Girl by Lloyd. And I'm, like, rocking, right? Because that's my joint, you know? Like, I remember that video and everything. Remember Tierra was up in the video partying, doing her little thing? You know, um, I think that was pre, you know, pre Russell Wilson Sierra. So like, you know, she was just super, you know, she was just a cutie around the way. She gave you that around the way, the girl next door vibe, the girl, the pretty girl in the hood vibe. Like that's always was Sierra's stick back in the day. Um, she always had like that, the around the way girl vibe to her. You know what I mean? And um, she was in that Hey Young Girl video. Um, dancing with Lloyd, I think, and like, well, she was like kind of doing her thing, little sensual type dancing, whatever, you know. And um, I took my trash out, and it, you know, as I'm walking past, and I hear, I hear the song. I'm like, it, you know, it's one of them joints that just automatically take you to straight into summertime. You just automatically start thinking about the summer. You can damn near smell the grill being sparked up, um, just from just from that. It's that's, and that's how you know music is just a deeper it's a deeper connection there because music actually is a time capsule. It just automatically takes you to a certain time, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I came back from taking, taking my trash over to the dumpster. Cause I told you, I don't fuck around with the, I don't mess around with the dumpster at night. When the sun go down, I don't go nowhere near the dumpster. Cause there'd be all types of creatures over there just chilling. I think that's like their little club. Their little, their little kickback is right by the dumpster. But, um, yeah, like I'm on my way back and I hear them blasting like Tell Me by Bobby Valentino. I'm like, yo, they getting they, they got like a whole summer playlist popping off right here. I don't know. You know, as I'm walking by, I'm like giving them the hand gesture like, yo, turn that shit up. Like, turn that up. You know, what I mean, we want to hear that. But, um, you know, I get I go up in uh, I get I get back up in here and, you know, my neighbors upstairs, they blasting big old freak for like the eighth time or tenth time or whatever. They keep running it back. They don't even let the song finish before they run that joint back. So it's obviously their joint. That's their song up there because I think I spoke on that before. But and they having some type of Super Bowl soiree up there, uh, some type of kickback Super Bowl party type thing up there. And I ain't mad at them, man. I mean, whatever. Get it how you live. But, you know. It was kind of prolonging the um, recording. So, um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, this is the Tider Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and um, 
I want to get into two emails that I received. Uh, one email received this past Friday and another email I received like last week. So, but the emails kind of go hand in hand, um, because of the situations. Now, um, one of the emails came from my man, Eric, Eric and I know each other from private school, actually, um, all through elementary school. And for the majority of middle school, um, I went to private school. I went to Calvary International. I went. My first private school was Faith Faith Temple down on Second Street in Chester, Pennsylvania, with Doctor Strand. Actually, it was located over the east side. I told you that whole story about me and my homie Grover when we was going to Faith Temple. Then they relocated down to a bigger building on Second Street. Um, I was going there, and then when we got a little older, uh, my mom sent us out to a predominantly white um, private school uh, by the name of. Uh, Calvary International Christian School. Um, you know, while I was there, I made some friends and I got put on to a different side of everything, you know, um, out there. To, you know, at that particular school, the kids had money. Um, a lot of them come from like privilege. A lot of them come from like from wealth. Um, and pretty much all the black kids that went there, they were kind of like none of us came from wealth none of us none of us came from that you know none of us came from privilege so um my mom bust our ass to pay for me and my two sisters to go out there you know um and it was like basically like another like another mortgage payment for us to go out there you know so um it's just one of the many things that my mom has done um, over the course of my lifetime to make sure that I had the best opportunity to make something of myself. So, you know, I forever love my mother for everything and any sacrifice that she's done for me. Um, and even though I, you know, I, you know, I took it for granted back then I actually got kicked out of there for fighting and, um, ended up, you know, that's when, that's what kind of started my journey on like public in the public school sector. And, you know, but while I was there, I did hoop for them. I did play basketball for them. And Eric was one of the point guards on our basketball team. And that's how me and him got cool. And we just maintained the friendship all the way up into adulthood. Now we're both fathers, you know, um, we're both career men and we're both pre-entrepreneurs, which is great to see, you know. So shout out to you, Eric. The other email that I got is from a young lady named Anya, who I don't know, Um I don't know Anya personally, um, but she said that her girlfriend listens to the podcast um, and her girlfriend knows somebody that knows me. Um, and the person that her girlfriend knows is another girl named Janine uh, that I know uh, from Chester, actually. And I think that they all work with each other or have worked with with each other in some capacity. But. However you listen to the podcast and whoever put you on to it, thank you, Anya. Um, I did get your email and I did read it thoroughly. It's a pretty lengthy email. <laughs> it took me like, you know, I started reading it in the afternoon. I took a little break and then I came back and I read like the second half, like right before I ate my dinner. So it's a pretty, pretty lengthy email. But um, I did. Uh, I thank you for emailing me. I, that's what, you know, I that's what that's what I put the email out there for the email address out there for you. So. Um, and to paraphrase what she said, because I don't want to read the entire email on the podcast, but to paraphrase what she was talking about is, was, you know, she was basically asking how many chances is too many chances that you, you know, you given somebody that you're dealing with. Now, let me preference this with saying 
that this is not a relationship podcast and I am not nobody's relationship guru. I can't even, I can't, I don't, you know, I'd be stuck in the, what's her favorite color stage before my relationships blow up to hell. So like, I'm not the person to even, I'm not even a qualified person to even, you know, speak on this. And, you know, to her detriment, when she was speaking in the email, and you know, in her defense, when she when she was talking to me in the email, she said um, she was talking. To, uh, she was just saying like how she liked how I speak on the podcast, like the diction, um, the tonation of my voice, all of that stuff or whatever. Like, and she just felt like I was somebody that could be knowledgeable in this realm as well. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> Like I said, I by the time I find out her favorite color, man, we already it's already a wrap for us. So like that's how my relationships be going. <laughs> so I'm definitely not the guy, but I'll give you, you know, what I how I feel about it, you know, how I feel about it. But and again, let's get into what she was saying. And she was basically saying, like, how many chances should you give somebody? She basically ran down all the scenarios and all of the, the, the instances and all of the different things that have happened in her in her in the relationship that she's in right now and um you know i said it before man like and you know anya this is no in no way just to disrespect your union your uh relationship with this young man but from what you tell me in this email this man is a bum this man is a loser you know so um I'm going to just say that now. I don't know him. And yet you, there is room for growth. You know, um, there is room like, you know, for potential. Um, but those are things, those are actionable items that I'm speaking on. Um, when you're assessing growth and potential and a potential partner that you're dealing with, um, when you're assessing those things, those are things that that person is supposed to show you. Those are not things that you should be personally looking for in that person, in my opinion. Like, I don't I'm not looking for potential in the woman that I'm. you know, what I mean, like I'm looking to see again if we're compatible. So none of that matters. You know, what I mean, none of that matters. None of that other stuff matters. Um, we get into this thing where we like we like somebody and we kind of like like. Once we start liking somebody, we kind of like be blinded by like all of the other dumb shit that we should be paying attention to, you know. And from what you told me, this man is a bum. Like he doesn't deserve, you know. And again, it's two sides to each story. I haven't heard. I don't know this man. I haven't heard his side, you know. But if we're going off of the one side, he's a bum. You know, you got to cut him off like he's dead weight to you. You know, what I mean, like you over here, you know, and, you know, I did speak. I emailed her back. So I'm not putting her business out there. I'm not a chatty patty at all. And she said that she's perfectly fine with me basically going in and saying however I feel about the current situation. So I'm going to continue to do that. So, yeah, like, you know, this guy you know, he has kids outside of your relationship. Y'all don't have any kids. Thank God for that. Um, y'all don't have any children, but he has kids outside of his relationship. And you feel like you should be the model stepmother to the kids. You know, 
he only see his kids every once in a while, but he blames it on, of course, he blames it on his child's mother and the judicial system and everything like that. And that could be true. I don't know, because that is that's not something that's not common. But. um, uh, But, you know. This guy, you know, like yeah, he all up on Instagram and like he basically, you know, he's making it seem like he's single up on Instagram. You know, he he's doing everything to let you know he's a bum and he don't really he don't really respect you, basically. You know, he don't respect you at all. You know, like he up on Instagram and like I said, he's, you know, he's fronting with the bread and you know, she doesn't put all this in the email. He's fronting with the money all out and you know, like he's doing all the things that people do when they, you know, when they're trying to get their followers up and like, you know, he's participating in like stupid ass challenges all on social media and he's not really paying attention to what's going on at home. You're a career woman. You got shit going on for you. Anya. You got your own spot. You know what I mean? Like you got a car, you know, you seem like you, 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 but you, from the email, you're saying that you was like working on your credit and stuff like that. So that's let, that leads me to believe that you have other plans down the, down the line for you. And my thing is, I don't want you to be including somebody who don't deserve to be in, included in those plans. Like, come on. And I feel like these type of women always go for bums, man. Always go for bums. Um, you know, at least the conversation that I had with my guy Croy, man, over here at Chick Fil A. I, you know, I I didn't brought him up a couple of times, and he's an avid listener of the podcast too. Um, you know, and there was this one time back when I first moved here, um, but moved here to Baltimore. Um, I think I told y'all this story before. When I first moved here to Baltimore, and I was uh, I was doing DoorDash here i was outside you know doing my thing dashing trying to get money you know doing 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 my gig work you know that's what i be doing from time to time to make additional money and you know whatever so my man Corey is the manager at this chick-fil-a over here there's another young lady that works there and i used to see her all the time and you know and she just looked miserable and one day i just got up the nerve to just ask her out you know i was telling her like yo why don't you let me just take you out on a date so she was so shocked by that she gave me her number you know, so when she gave me her number, um, we never really talked on the phone. We never really talked on the phone, but she was all I do remember her always being at work. We always just kind of like the, it was just more of a, so a text conversation. And then, you know, one day I just got tired of texting her because it was just like the text messages were so dead. Right. So I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm just not even going to text anymore. And that was that. But I knew I, as I continued to do DoorDash, I would see her from time to time, which could make it awkward between me and her because it's just like, where did I go at? Why did I stop texting her? Right. And then one day me and my man, Corey, was having a conversation. And in the midst of that conversation, she walked past and, you know, I was telling Corey, I was like, yo, man, she looked miserable, bro. Like, and he was like, yo, she is. You know what I mean? Like, he basically told me, like, yeah, she's, she is miserable. And, like, he was like, in the caliber of men that she deal with, like, they don't add any value to her life. This is his exact words to me. And I know it seemed like a partially too deep conversation to be having about somebody that just kind of just walked by and passing. But, yeah, it happened. It happened. Um. And, you know, I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, you know, I asked her out, you know, I just wanted to see if I can kind of break her out of that, you know, and I literally did not have any intentions with this woman 
outside of just taking her out and just seeing how she is outside of work because she seems so miserable at work. And, um, you know, Corey told me, he was like, yo, like that's, she ain't, you not her type, bro. <laughs> like you not her type. And I'm like, what you mean? I'm not her type. Like she don't like light skinned dudes. Like what? She don't like dudes with like low cuts. Like what, what is it? And he was like, nah, like, I don't think physically, I think you probably meet the criteria, but like, like she deal with like bums, like these dudes that she deal with don't even be having cars. They be borrowing her car. And I'm like, what, what? I'm like, what? And it always blow my mind when I hear about women that deal with dudes like that. You know, I'm not no whole, I wouldn't say I'm a catch, like, you know, but I'm not definitely going to bring any, I'm not going to bring weight to you. You know, I'm not going to be out here trying to borrow your car and like ask you for money and like all of the stuff that bums do, you know. Um, and this 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 nigga over here, he's a bum. Anya, I'm sorry. He's a bum. From what you're telling me, he's a bum. You know, he ain't got no car. You you barely see his kids. He barely see his kids, um, you know, but he got time to be all up on Instagram doing what people on Instagram do. You know, like he got time to be doing that. He got time to be doing that. You know, you don't already you don't already caught him cheating on you a few times. And when I say few, y'all, yes, I do mean plural a few times, you know, from what she told me in the messages. Man, cut this joker off. Like, what what are we doing here? Like, cut, cut him off. Cut, he's dead weight. And I get it. You might like him. And, you know, COVID kind of got us stir crazy where we think that we need to be with somebody, you know, like you kind of need to. For real, for real, COVID ain't did nothing but bless me, to be honest. It it dragged the mirror. It dragged the mirror right in front of my face and made me reevaluate a lot of things about my life. So, like, I ain't even I'm not stressed. And I'm hoping that people do see the blessing in what COVID has brought to us. I know it's brought a lot of grief to us. It's brought a lot of depths to us. But if you're paying attention to what COVID has really done for us, man, we've been blessed. And it has dragged the mirror to not just me, but multiple people. It forced you to deal with yourself. It forced you to deal with your kids. It forced you to deal with your significant other. It forced you to deal with the demons that you've been putting off and all the distractions that you've had. It has been forcing you to do that. And I'm begging you, Anya, man, if I don't, like I said, I don't know this other guy. I don't know this guy's story. So this is a little one-sided. And there's always three sides to the story. Your, your side, his side, and and the truth. But, um... I, I, I'm begging you, like, yo, if 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 his side of the story line, if his side of the story lines up, man, cut this Joker off, cut him off. Y'all ain't got no business being with each other, man. You bring from what you, I mean, I get it. You might be, I don't know, I don't know you, Anya. You know, like I said, I appreciate you listening, but I don't know you, and you could be just fabricating this whole entire thing. I don't know you. <laughs> But if you're telling the truth and this is exactly what it is, I don't see any reason why you would hold on to this man because there is no potential there. And again, potential, seeing potential in someone, you know, trying to see where things go and all of this stuff. These are actionable items. These are actionable items. These are things that that person has to show action for. You shouldn't be looking for that in them. All you there, all you are there for is for moral support. You know, maybe they got, they have the potential that they're showing action in that. And all you got to do is support, you know, them trying to be a better person. A dude that keep on getting locked up. He's, you know, maybe he's just bad at being a criminal. You feel me? Like, 
that's not your problem. That's his problem. Your problem is why you keep on dealing with this dude that keep getting locked up and putting you through the problems. You know what I mean? You got to put the house up to bail this nigga out. Like, come on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm this is just scenarios like this has nothing to do with Anya, but I'm just saying in general. Like, this is the type of stuff that, like, it's like, why, women, why do y'all, why do y'all deal with bums? Because I, for damn sure, ain't dealing with no bummy-ass woman. You know, like, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to deal with a chick that don't, a woman that don't ever see her kids. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to deal with a woman that's constantly in and out of jail. I'm not going to deal with a woman that won't, that won't see her kids. I'm not going to, it's not even, it's not even something that I want. It's something that I know for a damn sure that I'm not going to do. Don't put yourself through this, Kanye. Don't, you know. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming that you wrote this lengthy message because the majority of that message is true. So, you know, I'm siding with you. You know, um, it's not even about giving somebody chances. It's about what do you what are you doing that what are you doing that's good for you? Because it seemed like you ain't doing nothing but raising your damn raising. Raising your stress, your, raising your stress levels and your blood pressure and not lowering anything about it, you know, like not lowering anything, not doing anything to lower that, you know. So get away from that dead weight, please. Please get away from that dead weight. Um, that's my little rant on that. Um, she basically was just like I said, just to paraphrase what she was saying, she basically dealing with a bum and. You know, it's no it's no room for bums here. We don't have any rooms for bums, man. Put that bum out on the street, you know, so, um, you know, he using your spot, he using your car, you know, like, yeah, it's typical stuff, man. Bring your car back on E, but post a picture of him with $400, you know, up on Instagram, all stupid with the money fan or the money phone. He didn't took the $400, went over to the bank, got $400 and ones and got, now he got the money phone up to his ear, but he ain't, but he bringing your car back on E just throw this bum away. Throw this bum, throw this bum back in the water. Like, yeah, I don't even know how he even got a chance to even, you know, to even be within your presence. Throw this bum back in the water. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I'm getting a little above myself, man. I'm, I hear the tonation of my voice raising and it's time for me to move on. All right, let's get to my man Eric's email. Um, my man Eric was just asking me, you know, essentially he was just asking me, it was a very short email, but he was just asking me about like the dating scene because he just broke up with his woman, uh, with his woman that he was with for like 10 years, or I think he said 10, I think he said 10 or 12 years. I can't, I don't have the email back here to reference. And, um, Eric, what I am suggesting is that, yo, you just take some time to yourself because the dating scene is complete shit out here. My brother is just trash. It is, uh, it's nothing to look forward to out here. The dating scene is trash. Take some time for yourself. You might mess around and end up back with your lady for real. When you, you know, I get it. It's like being traded to a new team, right? Now you got to feel your way around. You know what I mean? And you're a basketball head, so I can use basketball analogies. It's like getting traded to a new team. You on this team, the team wanted you, you know, um, so you got to roll you know, and like now you're getting the minutes and all of that stuff. They gave you the brand new jersey. Your name is on the back. You feeling good. But like, yo, maybe you should have told the team, listen, let me take like a season off. Let me take a season off, you know, before I start. So this is where you're at right now. I I beg you to just take some time to yourself, man, because you will see very fast that 
putting yourself on one of these dating sites, Black or Tinder or OkCupid or any of these other dating sites, Bumble or whatever, you will see that this shit is complete trash out here. Tridash. It is basura. It is... It's garbage. It's just it's it's hot garbage. It's hot garbage in the summer garbage. It's you know you know that when you ride behind the garbage truck that smell. It's that type of garbage. It's it's whoever has a bunch of babies and they throw a bunch of diapers in the trash type garbage. It's out here like it is. It's that bad, bro. It is that bad. And um, you don't want to put yourself in a position where it starts skewing. How you view, like how you view yourself and how you view women, like the perception of what you are looking for in a woman. Plus, you've been putting some time with this woman, man, you know, 10, 10, 12 years with somebody. You mess around and end up with her. You know, what I mean, it's probably one little or two little things. I don't know. You didn't really get into like why y'all broke up or anything like that. But it's probably some things that you can tweak that, you know, maybe it's a pride thing or whatever. Um and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, outside of you abusing her or her abusing you, um, you know, or, you know, some crazy amounts of infidelity or whatever it is that y'all had going on. Um, you mess around and end up back with this woman. So I get it. It could be tempting. It could be tempting to uh, it could be tempting to, you know, get out there in the dating field, you know, but um. And maybe, yep, you know, I'm speaking from how it was when I was out there, right? So I know it hasn't changed. If anything, it's probably gotten worse, but I don't know how it would be for you. So, you know, let me apologize because it might be different for you. But I'm just telling you that the overall, the, just the, if we doing a sample size of how the dating world is, this shit's garbage. It is garbage, bro. It's garbage, man. Like... All the, you know, and just to get into it a little bit, all the women on there that I've seen, they all redirect you to their Instagram pages. They looking for followers, bro. They don't even want to really date you. Oh, I'm not really on here. Follow me on Instagram. This is a public, this is what they saying on the, on the dating site. So, and this is a public dating site. So you're telling me to go follow you on Instagram, but you're also telling the thousands of other people that come across your page to go follow you on Instagram. Ma'am, you are looking for followers. You're not looking to be dated. You know, you know, like I, this is what you're going to have to deal with. This is what you're going to have to deal with. Eric, I really know you don't smoke and you despise smoking as much as I do. Ain't nothing but weed heads on that joint, bruh. So you ain't, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you, you know, if, if you can put up with it, you know, and shout out to anybody that smokes or whatever. But if you just, if that's something that you're not into, it's you're going to be hard pressed to find people that aren't into that. You know, that find women that aren't into that the in this in this stage. So there's that too. You know, and he, you know, we like I said, we came up with each other, you know, battles on that on those courts. Um, I know your personality and um, you know, God bless you, bro, but um it's really nothing out here, man. It's nothing out here. You might find uh, I again, I'm apologizing because I'm speaking from more of the bitter stage of me going through my dating process using so using um, dating websites, dating sites. So I'm going off of my experience there, but um, it could be a totally different experience for you. You know, I'm willing to bet an entire month's worth of pay that it won't be, but um, 
it's not much out here. It's not much out here, man. Everybody is looking to bring you into their show. <laughs> it's like everybody has a show and everybody wants you to tune into their show, bro. Everybody wants you to tune into their show, though. Follow me on Instagram. I'm never on here. You know, um, I don't date, you know, then they got like these weird, this weird criteria. I don't date you. I, you know, if you got a, if, if you ain't got an iPhone, don't, you know, I, I, I can't date you. Like, don't just swipe left and all of this. They got like weird criteria, bro, that you got to follow. It's a mess. It's a mess, bro. <laughs> You find yourself up on there for hours just swiping and then you get tired of that and you jump to like Instagram or Twitter. And now you up on there swiping. You look up and it is 2 a.m. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, man. Take some time to yourself. Reassess some things that you want um, out of your life uh, and go from there, bro. Go from there, man. That Like start off with that as your template. Start with you at the very, very top of your template. Y-O-U, biggest and letters big as hell across the top of the template. Start from there and work your way down, man. That's my advice to you, you know. And then again, let me preference this with saying I am no relationship guru. I am no relationship expert. I can't even get past what her favorite color is in my own relationships. Once I get to that level, I end up we end up breaking up. So <laughs> there's that with um, relationships for me. And now that I am moving into entrepreneurship, my life that just cut the pie and that just divided the pie up even more from my personal life. So, um, yeah, I, you know, like, you know, I'm not the relationship guy, you know, um, and thank you for people that want that think that you know they that don't mind hearing this type of stuff thank you thank you um Anye, uh again this is no slight at your man or whatever and y'all your you know your relationship or whatever um eric this is no no slights at you know at what you deem as your next page you, you know what your next chapter is in your life or whatever none of these take everything with a grain of salt take everything with uh take everything in love from me um especially you eric you know uh take everything in love man take everything in respect anye from me please uh i'm just a man a black man with google so um yeah yeah that's the perfect this is the perfect place to kind of cut this whole thing off y'all kind of listen to like a rant at this point um and I kind of hope that things do tighten up. I kind of hope that things do kind of, uh, I don't see it. They keep on rolling out different social media, uh, platforms that keeps on pushing us back in distraction. Um, and I don't think we ever going to get back to just like person to person interaction where we get, where you just want to get to know someone. I don't think we ever going to get back there. I don't think we're going to ever get back there. Um, and again, it's going to, we, we're going to end up in that ready player one world where like everybody just going to be within this virtual reality world and they can just be whoever they want. And you're going to be like dating somebody inside that personal, that, that, that virtual reality world. That's where we're going to be at. You don't, you don't like the way your body look. You don't like the way your skin look. You don't like the way your hair look or whatever. Um, yeah, you're going to be able to create that persona in that virtual reality world that you do like, that you do want for yourself. 
You want to be out here looking like whoever, whatever reality TV show star or whatever is the person that's going to be the next person um, to, to, that everybody wants to look like. You can look like her in this virtual reality world that they're going to be building for us soon. And I'm going to venture to say it's going to be here in like the next two to five years, I'd say, because I see they really pushing those Oculus, um, those Oculus virtual reality he- uh, headsets. I see they pushing that right now. And then. Like with new social media apps that keep coming out, like Clubhouse and all of that stuff, that stuff kind of pushes you. That just keeps you distracted. Like I hear this Clubhouse app or whatever, you know, is the new one. Um, and they're going to just keep you distracted while they keep on building this world over here, this virtual reality world over here. You know, I look at movies like Tron and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, this that could that could really happen. Those things could really happen. You know what I mean? And, and are really going to happen at some point. And I hope I'm an old ass man that don't even give a damn about none of that shit when it's time. Like, I hope that I mean, I know I ain't going to care, but I hope I'm old when that happens. I hope that it, like I'm hoping I'm like how old people look at us when we like talk about rap and hip hop and R&B and all of that stuff. I hope I'm on that type of time. I hope I'm turning my nose up at shit like this, you know, so that's what I'm hoping for myself. But I'm also hoping that my daughter and my god kids and my nieces, you know, you know, my nephew um, I'm hoping that they don't get all tangled up in this shit because now I'm old. I can't even like fend for them, you know? So I, I want us to get back to like person to person interaction. I want us to get back to like learning about people, learn, like seeing what we like about this person, um, from a physical standpoint, like more of like more of a, a physical interaction between, and I'm not talking about sex or anything like that. I'm just talking about you just being around somebody and just accepting their energy and letting them accept yours. I want, I want us to get back to that. I do, but I don't think we're gonna get back to that. And it's sad. I think that that's a loss. That's that's a lost cause there. Anyway, y'all, I gave y'all 34 minutes, man. Um, I know y'all like these longer podcasts. It's wild, like. <laughs> I be personally, I be, I I come in with an with a with a fervor. <laughs> I come in with, I come in with, um, I come in with all absolute certainty that I'm gonna go in here with like 30 minutes, and that's all y'all gonna get from me, and I end up still going over. But y'all like these longer podcasts, so whatever. Anyway, man, let's go into this week headstrong. Let's go into this week putting ideas on the table. You know. No, none of that, none of that scare shit up in this week, man. None of that holding this idea for whatever. Like, nah, let's put it on the table. We got something that we need to say. Let's put it out there. Let's put it out there. You at work and you got something that you think could work or whatever, but make sure they pay you for your idea. You hear me? This is February. We in Black History Month. They definitely paying us. You feel me? But, um, yeah, like that's going to this week, man, with all the energy. Let's, let's bring the fire to them. Let's bring the fire to the people. Let's bring the fire to these companies that we do. Let's bring the fire to your company, the company that you're trying to build. Let's bring the fire to that because I'm for damn sure doing it on my end. Let's bring that energy. Let's bring that fire. I don't know who needed to hear that, but there it is. This is the Tired of Talking podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and I will see y'all on the other side. Peace.